Good morning. Our reading is from Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. Jesus has risen. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Now then, uh, in order for me to preach this morning, I, I needed to have this tarpaulin at the front here in case I make a bit of a mess. <clears throat> you see, Easter is often associated with eggs. How many of you here have been munching chocolate eggs this morning? Okay, there aren't many hands up. There have got, got to be more adults. Only two adults have had chocolate eggs this morning. That's really poor if that's the case. You obviously need to get your act together down here, people, and eat more chocolate eggs. Now then, I thought it would be good to have a sermon that was around about eggs because it's Easter Sunday. Uh, and I've been having this discussion about whether I could get an egg to the far end of the church. <laughs> and I figured it's not, well, what is it, 20 metres? I, I, I don't know, my, my, I'm not very good at uh, judging. But I thought that I would give it a go and see if I could smack the egg up there into the balcony and maybe even <laughs> to the back window. Are you ready? So we got my egg. Ah. <laughs> Now, as I said, I'm glad I had the uh, tarpaulin here because uh, I wasn't quite sure how it would go. Well, let, let's have another go. Are you ready at the back there? Yeah? Are you ready? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, well, better not put that on there. You have that. So... That all had you rather worried, particularly down the front here, didn't it? I could see that you were thinking, oh my goodness, what is going to happen? But fortunately, 
the second egg was completely empty. There was nothing in it. I've been busy yesterday afternoon, <laughs> afternoon blowing the contents of the egg out so that it would just be a shell. The egg was empty. And on that first Easter Sunday, the tomb was empty. We heard about that, didn't we, at the beginning of the, uh, the service when Adam came up and read to us the account from Matthew's Gospel about what happened 2,000 years ago on that first Easter Sunday. The women had arrived at the tomb. On Good Friday, Jesus had been nailed to a cross and they had watched him die. They'd watched his last breath and he'd been taken down from the tomb, uh, taken down from the cross, wrapped in cloth and placed in a tomb. So the women went on on Easter Sunday to the tomb expecting to find a dead body inside. They'd watched Jesus die. They watched him wrapped and placed in the tomb. A stone had been placed in front of the tomb and there were guards watching over the tomb to prevent the body being stolen. And so they arrived there in expectation to find Jesus still in the tomb. But we know from that story that in fact the tomb was empty. There was no one inside. And they met an angel, and the angel says, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He's not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. You know what that means for each one of us here. If you're looking for Jesus, you're not going to find him in a grave. Every other person in human history that has ever died has ended up in a grave. But Jesus was just passing through. In fact, he passed all the way through death and came out the other side. He's the only person that has ever done it. But what, it, what this means is that if you're looking for Jesus in a tomb, you're not going to find him there. You won't find him in a graveyard. You won't find him in an archaeological dig. Jesus isn't in the ground. The tomb was empty. Jesus has risen. And then you know what that means? That if Jesus has risen, it means that he's no longer dead, in which case he is still alive now. And it means that you and I can meet with him now, today, and we can know a risen, living Lord Jesus. Now imagine if Jesus had stayed dead in the tomb. You know what would have happened? The women would have come along, they would have paid their respects in the memory of Jesus, their friend, their teacher. They would have remembered some of his teaching, some of the things he said, the love that he'd shown to people. But after that, they would have gone home and gotten on with the rest of their lives. And if Jesus had stayed dead, 
then going to pay your respects would have been an honourable and the right thing to do. They would have come and paid their respects. Maybe they would have done that year after year, remembering Jesus, their teacher, their friend, the things he said, the things that he did. And maybe some of you are here today because you think that Jesus was a good teacher, a good man who said many good things that showed love to many good people. Maybe you've come here today to remember that, to show your respects in an honourable kind of way. But I wonder if later on this afternoon when you've finished your roast lamb and you're starting to think about mowing the lawn or doing your DIY tomorrow on the bank holiday. Maybe you'd think about coming again next Easter to remember this man who was a good man, a loving man, a good teacher who said many good things. But Jesus didn't stay dead. The tomb was empty and he rose from death. If he really rose from the dead, then once these women heard about what he had done, once they had met him, having risen from the dead, they couldn't dream of going back to normal, returning back to their normal life and just getting on with what they would normally have done. Once they'd heard that he was alive, they couldn't go back to their old lives. Once the angel tells them they need to meet this risen Jesus, don't they? They need to go out and find him. Paying respects to a dead teacher has been forgotten. Now they've got to meet the risen Christ in person. Now perhaps some of you have come here this morning a bit like those women. It's an honourable thing to do on Easter Sunday to go to church. It's a good thing to do to go to church, to remember Jesus, the good teacher, the man who said good things and loved many good people. It's great that you're here. It's great that you'd want to mark his death in that way. But what if he really did rise again? What if the tomb really is empty and Jesus is no longer dead but is alive now, today? If he really did rise from the dead and the tomb is empty, then that changes everything. It transforms what life is all about. And it, remem- it means that Christianity is not about remembering a dead teacher. Instead, it's about knowing a living Lord. So people, I don't know where you're at in your faith. I don't know whether you believe that Jesus was just a good bloke and a good teacher. I don't know whether you believe that he really did rise from the dead and is alive today. But my question to you is, if he really did rise from the dead, if the tomb really is empty, then what difference is that going to make to your life now, today? in Down End. Do you know him? Do you want to know him? Do you want to meet him? Have you met him? 
And my challenge to you right now, this morning, is if you really believe that that tomb is empty and you've not met the living Lord Jesus today, then I want to encourage you to say, take the opportunity now. Grab it with both hands and say, Jesus, I want to know you. Because if he really is alive, if the tomb really is empty, it changes everything. Life is completely transformed. And I really want you to know and experience that for yourselves. These women went home from the tomb determined to have a living encounter with the risen Lord Jesus. Why don't you make that same resolution now, this morning? We're going to sing in just a moment or two. Uh, And I'm going to go and stand at the back. And there will be a couple of other people there. If you've been stirred up by what you've heard, if you haven't yet met the living Lord Jesus, but you think, yes, today I want to meet him, I just want you to come to the back as we're singing, and I'd just love to be able to chat with you and pray with you. Why don't we pray, and then we're going to sing. As the band would like to get ready. Oh, can you clear that? Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that the tomb is empty, that you're alive. Thank you that you are here now by your spirit. Thank you that you want to make yourself known to each and every one of us. Would you speak to us now? Would you make yourself known? Come, Lord Jesus, and be present here, we pray. Amen.